0: Kate, a small business marketing podcast. I'm your host, Kate Elphatal. Welcome to another episode of Eight by Kate. I'm your host, Kate Alpha. And as always, I'm joined by the amazing and fabulous Annabella Estrada. Hey Bella, how's it going? Hey, hey! That sounds like a long. <laughs> week. That sounds like a
1: long Hi. weekend. Hey, yeah, it's a long weekend. Hey, and uh, um, ready for this week. Ready to conquer.
0: Yeah, loving that positive <laughs> attitude. We need that right now. <laughs> yes. uh, well, you know this uh, week's podcast is one of my favorites, which is the need to know segment that we like to share. Just simple little things that a small business owner may need to know when navigating the waters of marketing and social media. So um, let's not wait anymore. Let's dive right
1: into it. All right? all right. Um, So first need to know of this month is that Instagram Live has launched Rooms. So this launched on March 1st, and this gives you the ability to go live on Instagram with up to three people. So previously you could go live in Instagram and have one other person join in on your live um, on your live broadcast, but now they're allowing three people, which is very similar to the um, Facebook messenger. You can do rooms and you can have live chat rooms and go live on Facebook. So again, Instagram is now kind of doing the same thing where you can do that um, on your Instagram lives, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited about this because I know that there have been some times where um, we've discussed some co-marketing live video strategies with clients and sometimes they want more than two people you know, having a conversation. Yeah. So, and this kind of builds on the whole building of a community, right? And being able to share and have conversations in front of people watching you. So um, I'm super excited about this. I really hope that people start leveraging it and using it and um, having fun.
1: Yeah. And I think what the social media platforms are trying to do is because everybody is on Zoom and having these Zoom meetings and using this virtual um, this new virtual thing that Zoom's offering. So I think Instagram and Facebook, you know, as the you know pandemic and all that, um, they've just been trying to integrate these new tools that are free for people and you know are on social media. So they're just trying to kind of mimic that a little bit, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, our second need to know, um, which is something that, of course, I was on top of right when it uh, uh, came out, was that Instagram released remix features on Reels which is basically the duet option that TikTok offers. So you can go to someone's reel and click that you want to remix it. I kind of like the na- the name that Instagram gave it versus the duet on TikTok. I like that remix. But what you can do is go to someone's reel and you can remix it and it puts your video, you can record a video side by side to theirs which, you know, you can do like a reaction video to their video or, you know, kind of um you know go along with sometimes tiktok does these things where they like are like i'm gonna sing and then you sing this part and you can do it. so instagram released the remix feature on their reels last week
0: yeah it's kind of weird because i think when tiktok first came out with that feature the intention really was to do like duets and to to um sing along and do this yes things. and and it really mm-hmm. has turned into something else like, yeah it,
1: it's, it is completely <laughs> different i mean i did start seeing it as like people were like all right i'm gonna sing this first and you duet this and you sing the rest or you do the dance or whatever because that's what you know tiktok was known for when it started but now it's de- um developed into something new where it's you know you're re- doing a reaction video to someone's video and they they turn out really fun um, and again, it makes it really fun. I'm not entirely sure yet if I know with TikTok, you can, if you're going to upload a TikTok video, you can set it to where it's okay for people to do edit or not. So I kind of have to see if Instagram had, I don't think they have that option yet. So basically the user, if they're making their own, um, TikTok video, you can make it in your settings that you don't want people to do edit. And you can really, um, even for all their options, you can put that they can't save it, you can put that they mm-hmm. can't share it. Um, so Instagram, I don't think is there yet. But it's really cool that they did release the remix feature.
0: That is really cool. I'm excited. Because well, yeah. look, let's be honest, it's going to wind up coming full circle in some way, right? Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to take number three, which is a tool of the month that I picked out and it is called Tap Influence. And so basically, if you're looking to help your brand with any sort of influencer marketing, you probably want to check out this platform. It can um, create great influencer campaigns and uh, and content in the fraction of the time that it would take you to do all this manually. I mean, I know early on in the influencer days, it was a lot of manual reach out, connecting, Mm -hmm. figuring out what you wanted to share. And now you can build it all along with connecting with influencers that can, you know, take your content and reuse it to their audiences. Really, really cool platform. And again, if you're just looking um, for a quick and easy way to connect with influencers that could help your brand, uh, this um, app is, well, this program is definitely something for you guys to check out. Um, Just so you know, there's over 550,000 influencers and creators on this platform. Wow. So yeah, so, so kind of really cool. Check it out if influencer marketing is an angle that you want to take with your small business because it is, avail- a lot of people don't know this, influencer marketing is available to small business owners. Mm-hmm. So check it out, see what you can leverage and see how it can help your brand.
1: I love that. That is awesome. All right, number four is that Facebook launches um, favorites. Um, And like I said before, you know, uh, users are having more control over what they're seeing in their newsfeed. So what Facebook did is they launched favorites um, and they published an article on March 31st that I'm going to share with you. um, And we'll put the link in the podcast description as well. Um, And it says that you can select up to 30 Facebook friends and pages to add to your favorites list. Um, So posts from these favorites will be shown at a higher um, up in your news feed. And it'll show the newest posts first. So you can update your favorites at any time. Um, and friends and pages won't be notified when they've been added or removed to your favorites. So also keep that in mind. So um, the only thing, however, is you can't add your groups to favorites. But with the algorithm, you know, if you are a part of Facebook groups, they are jumping to the top right away to your news feed. And I've noticed that with, you know, like I just said about the TikTok, you can kind of put uh, users have more control of what they're able to see on social media. And you can do that on Instagram, too, you can put, um, you know, I don't want to see this anymore, or you don't want to see this type of content. And even with, you know, streaming services with different ads that you're being delivered, you can kind of choose now what kind of ads you're more able to see. So it's really cool that you can add now um, on Facebook, different pages and people to your favorites. And you can also hi- hide people too, which is really cool. You can, you can not necessarily block someone, but I've had to do this recently, where I'm just like, I really don't want to see their stuff for a little bit.
0: <laughs> I, I am un- guilty. I'm guilty yeah.
1: of that too. So, so I think businesses need to keep that in mind that users are able to do this. So when you're creating content, um, and I'm going to talk about this in our exclusive group this week, is when you're creating content, you want to have that content that someone can save, they can add to their favorites, or that they can reshare it. They don't want, you know, they don't want to see this content that's not useful to them. Um, so keep that in mind. And that's super awesome that they say uh, Facebook now has integrated that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's great for the end user. I'm not gonna lie, as a marketer, it's super scary.
1: Well, right? I think it I, no, I think it helps you. Um, again, think about what type of content you're putting out there. If it's something like, for example, like if you're sharing, this is a really easy one. If you're sharing content, that's a recipe. And someone's able to save that on Instagram and pin it in. You can do your own boards and stuff, and you can archive posts on in Instagram, right? You know, and they're going to save it. That helps you, but you have to think about the type of content that you're creating, and you want people to favorite that content, and it's stuff that they're going to need. They need it's that. You also to save knowing it. your
0: audience at the end of the day, too. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, we're not, and that's why curating very specific content. That's super hyper focused is always the better way to go versus mm-hmm. trying to just throw something and hoping that Correct. it sticks, right? Yeah. So I love that, Bella. That's awesome. And you know, Facebook's there's going to be more changes coming, and we know it. And yeah. um, they're I think they're just massaging it into everyday life for us.
1: Yes. <laughs> um,
0: all right, number five. I'm going to take this one, which is just a a stat that I want to share. So it's a need to know stat for April. Email marketing continues to be one of the best channels for ROI. With each dollar spent, it can generate $38 in revenue. So let that sink in. I always talk about three fundamentals I like to talk about when it comes to list building Mm -hmm. Um, the first one is don't ask too much info when you're creating an opt-in, right? Number two is your freebie Mm -hmm. or your reward for someone to give their email address should be of great value to your avatar and also have some bones to it. Hey, getting an email address is harder and harder for people. So you want to make sure that what you're giving them has value. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's more difficult. So your freebie has to be a little bit better. Um, But I want to talk about the number three, which I think is super important. And I've noticed um, a break in the system, should I say lately, why I want to bring it to our number six, um, for the need to know. Do not forget about your welcome sequence email. So when someone gives their email address, they get their freebie, do not forget to welcome them. And this is super important, especially since the idea and the premise behind this is to build and grow a community and continue to show value. And if you don't welcome people, you're already breaking the chain in the beginning. So my number six for need to know is, You need to know, you need to have a welcome sequence
1: email. Yeah. I'm actually really surprised sometimes, like even when we get some new clients or we just talk to new people about like, I'm surprised at the amount of people who aren't using email and they think, you know, social media, I mean, it is social media is amazing and yeah, everyone should be doing it, but that's not, that's not all you need to do. And this is so important is that those emails and that welcome um, and growing that community.
0: Yeah. That list building is super important.
1: Yeah. Number seven is, um, LinkedIn. Um, they've confirmed of a new clubhouse revival that will offer a speaker stage as well as tools to join and leave the room, react to comments, request to speak and more. And I think we mentioned this, um, on a podcast previously, um, that LinkedIn sees the future as an extension of its existing offerings for creators, which also includes things like LinkedIn Live, stories, and newsletters. It says that it believes its offering will be able to differentiate from others because its network will be connected with people's professional identity, not just a social profile. And I've been hearing so much from people that they're leveraging LinkedIn so much more lately because they're making all these amazing changes and making it more of, you know, LinkedIn's not just a place to look for a job anymore, it yeah, is I a mean, social you know, community. That-
0: that is such a good point because you know whenever we've been onboarding new clients lately and of course we talk about linkedin all the time as mm-hmm. like hey what's your linkedin do you have a linkedin page for your business do you have a personal profile and then everyone's like well isn't linkedin just to find a job i'm like no. Oh, oh
1: yeah God. yeah and <laughs> origi- originally that what it that's what it was is you, you know you uploaded a linkedin profile so that you could apply or kind of find new things but linkedin has made so many new improvements and it is changed so much. There's now business pages that you can link with your LinkedIn and, um, people are leveraging it so much more and they're rolling out, you know, this new clubhouse, um, audio only, um, platform within the LinkedIn, um, your LinkedIn profile as well, which is super cool. I love it. Number eight need to know for this month is that if you have been waiting for a clubhouse for Android, looks like you're going to have to wait. um, so it looks like they pushed the timeline back to mid summer. 2021, um, and again, another platform that people have been on and been talking about so much is Clubhouse. You know, you got to get on Clubhouse. It's only for iPhone, and they're still in this. Um, you know, they're still in the beginning stages of this app, but so many people are on it and testing it, which is probably why they're pushing it because for the Android users. Well,
0: some other little things to know about it is they did some funding, and I believe it they got a hundred million. So at this point. Ooh. I, I think their, uh, valuation is 1 billion. So it, Clubhouse, I, there's no turning back at this point, right? For them, <laughs> they, uh, they got a yeah. valuation of a billion. I think they're going to try to make things work. And I think you're going to just see that hopefully grow. I mean, look, we all know Clubhouse has, has some issues, right? Not yes. the easiest thing. It's not super, um, end user friendly and, in um, and, but I think, it'll resolve itself over time. I'm glad to be an early person in it and see those things uh, change and evolve. So super happy about that. This was a great need to know this month. I think we jam packed a lot of stuff in there. Hopefully people can uh, take little pieces of this and and work it into their um, monthly um, initiatives in some way. Bella, what do we have next week for everyone?
1: Next week is our enter the entrepreneur episode. And we are going to be talking to Luke Hyde, who is the creator of the small business digital roadmap. So super excited um, to talk with him next week. Um, It's going to be a great, great episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, this guy, what, 20 years old?
1: Yeah, he's and, only twenty. Ooh,
0: uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. You. Everyone needs to tune into that one. It's going to be. Um. He, I mean, he gives so much information, and he's also super inspiring. So if you're young and you're looking mm-hmm. to start your own business, or you're a business owner and need some uh, valuable information, this is is a, a great podcast to listen to next week. So I'm excited about that. Well, thank you so much, Bella. As always, you're wonderful and keeping me straight. And mm-hmm. for all of our listeners. Until next time, happy marketing.